0: All right, welcome back to the Plant Based Fitness Secrets podcast, the podcast for vegans and those aspiring to be. They want to lose fat, gain muscle, and transform their health for the long term. And it's been a few months since we last had him on the show, but we have him back. Okay. Senior coach Niels, uh, who is one of our superstar coaches in vegancoaching.com Academy, he's back on the show. How are you doing, man? Yes.
1: Love it. Love to be back. Uh, been missing those. And yeah, looking forward to more of those again. For sure. Yeah, I just checked before we we
0: dove in and literally our last episode was in December um 2022. We talked about Liver King, Liver King scam exposed. So if you haven't listened to this episode yet then um uh, give it a listen and uh, definitely a good one. Very good performing one on our on our podcast here so definitely something i would like to do more in the future as well like debunking certain like diets or debunking certain people spewing certain diets so definitely something long to do more um but yeah good to have you back how's it been how's your new year been how's your maybe fitness journey and in general your um yeah personal development journey been going these first like three months of the year because as of as we are recording this we're already in april so How did your year start, Niels? How did it go in terms of like your personal fitness journey? And also, um, what have you seen with clients that you've worked Mm with?
1: Yeah. Good question. Uh, I try to make my own fitness journey, not too long because, um, you likely know a lot of people maybe don't know my clients, of course they do know, but, um, I've been struck with COVID last year. So, um, I was like off for 12 weeks of training, which was super weird. Right. Like, um as a coach, like that's your identity, fitness and and also my aesthetics that is like, for me, that's who I am. So it was weird to like kind of seeing that wither away. Like after the first three or four weeks, I noticed, okay, I'm losing gains. Couldn't really do much about it. And the new year started with me finally being ready to train again. Like I was so hyped, so excited. I think I told you too, right? Like I said, like, I'm going to come for everything and more. And um, yeah, how life sometimes is is like, I think I trained for two weeks in January, and honestly got sick again, which is something I never experienced before. Like, I've been usually the guy who, when I'm sick, once, I'm usually healthy for two to three years afterwards, like, I definitely don't get sick again. And I don't know what it is, you could have 1000 theories, maybe it was just like weak immune system, because of all that mask nonsense and whatsoever. I don't know. But um, basically, I got sick again for I think another two or three weeks went back to training for one and a half or two weeks and got a stomach bug or some sort of virus and was off for another three weeks. So basically, since last year, October, I think I trained three full weeks. And I'm still basically just starting the process of getting my gains back. And um, yeah, not only back more. As I said, the motivation is still at a super high. um, The dedication is at a super high. And also I look at it... um, out of a coaching perspective, right? Like maybe when you would be a layman, you would be super freaked out and scared maybe. But I know that actually this puts me into a position which almost gives me a bit of an advantage now. I can like make newbie gains again. I don't have to like drastically go into a deficit or a surplus because I will likely be able to achieve a pretty nice recomposition. Just staying around maintenance, train hard again, which is something, um, yeah, that has never been an issue. Actually, I needed to pace myself the first two sessions because... You can imagine how sore I was like after doing dips, doing chin ups, doing all that good stuff. Like I was super sore. Uh, But yeah, now I'm back into it. It's my, I think, third week. And um, yeah, that's kind of my fitness journey. Really looking forward to it and make this year. The year of gains basically uh i think i'm i'm not even gonna cut this year will be wait are you are you going
0: are you actually going into a gaining phase is it is it really coming
1: <laughs> it is happening it is happening <laughs> uh, i can
0: relate because like i always I, i'm in the same boat i'm like yeah like i gotta put on some muscle again and then like the moment i start like seeing some softness i'm like i'm going in the deep cut i'm cutting for the next yeah. six months <laughs> um so are you actually going to a building phase? Is it, yes. Are you committing yeah. in front of thousands of people right <laughs> yes. here in front of your clients?
1: <laughs> you can hold me accountable now. Like uh, the plan is actually to uh, April to roughly September. I do plan on doing a maintenance because first now that Fritz said that, like it's, it's really, I think a lot of people might can relate because these days, social media, you get the ex- uh, exception that everybody always is lean, the impression. Um, um, and I think it is, Partially nice, but there's also a little bit of a danger to it. You can lose a lot of gains, leave a lot of gains on the table, and think that everybody is always super shredded, which is not really the case. And even if it is, then again, you are leaving a lot of gains on the table. Like there was a good coach, I don't remember his name in the past, and he said, like, actually, when you are serious about muscle building, of course, that's everybody's own journey, but when you're serious about muscle building, you should spend around two or three times more time building muscle than cutting down, right? So, meaning, about three months a year cutting, about nine months a year building, which honestly, I think Fritz maybe can relate. I, I don't know if I spent nine months in my seven years of lifting <laughs> building. <laughs> I'm always <laughs> like, I want to be lean. I want to stay lean. And this time, it's really serious. I'm committing. It's a, a five-month recomping phase because I don't see sense in cutting, but I also don't want to bulk it through summer. Um, so about, summer September, bulk, 2020. Yeah, <laughs> about September is where I'm going to start the book then. Until maybe I don't know February March next year, and then I'm gonna do a cut for next summer, and that is long term planning, and that will likely be the best way to go about it for me for sure.
0: Love that, yeah. I mean, let's let's talk about this in the episode. Let's talk about like social media. Um, let's talk about booking cutting cycles. Mm-hmm. Um, I can totally relate. I mean, I personally, if I look back at my 2022, I. I just pretty much tried to stay lean year-round, and it was an interesting, like, phase to be in, because on the one side, I think I definitely succeeded, like, across the year. um, I pretty much was pretty lean, not, like, shredded, but I was lean in a way where I could just take, like, pictures for social media at any time, um, right, create content around that, and also, I was still, I was eating out, like, every day, to, to be quite frank, which, um, I'm going to do an episode about as well like eating out every day and staying lean is definitely like a skill and like I'm I'm proud and excited I was able to do it at the same time definitely not, wasn't good for me like energy wise, focus wise and um, just nutrient density wise as well um, but I really found myself in this interesting state where I was like hey I want to be lean, I want to be lean every day I want to have my abs every day I want to be like have definition every day. And it really put me into an interesting state of being where I was always so conscious about my food, like really, really conscious. I never like fully was able to relax or let go of my of my food habits, right? I was always thinking about, okay, is this going to help me with my macros? Is this going to get me there? Is this going to help me like stay within my calories for the day? Um, the one thing... That I do want to say is, that it was really helpful working with you as well because you set up my plan way back in I think April last year, right? It was like it mm-hmm. was the time where we set this up together. Yeah. Um, that I had a combination of strength training and aerobic conditioning, so not only using weights but also using uh, the bike, right? Using rowing, using other like methods of exerting myself. And that's maybe one of my, my biggest like learnings and takeaways when you want to like stay lean your round, um, incorporating some type of cardio that is like maybe one, two, three times a week with certain strategies um, that you gave me an extra in addition um, will definitely help like keep you lean and have you be able to eat foods you like while while traveling, like Honestly, like I was traveling, eating out every day, and I was still able to stay lean year round because one of the main reasons was because we started doing aerobic conditioning together. So long story short, like at the same time, I do feel like I I have a lean frame right now, but I feel like I, I crave some more I crave some more gains again. So I it's always funny, right? You always want what you don't have. <laughs> yes. So that's where I'm at right now. So I'm kind of like thinking going to summer. Am I going to like a main gaining phase? Am I just going to like put the abs aside for a second? Not that they're completely gone, but like they won't be maybe as prevalent. Um, but I'm curious what your thoughts are there. Um, it definitely was an interesting year for me in terms of really staying lean and, and putting my my attention to that.
1: Yeah, but that that is something I think... Uh... You did very well so that's also where you can like uh, take pride in i think because um not to like name any people right but uh, i think a lot of people might not know that there are so many like influencers coaches and whatsoever who like they have a very hard time dieting down because they might not even know how to do it properly themselves Then they have a miserable couple of days where they do a photo shoot where they take 500 pics, maybe at different locations with different clothing. And that will be the content they produce over a year. But I have been the witness that you've been in that shape actually all the time. So basically, you can take pictures in doesn't matter if you're in South Africa in February, you could take away your shirt, you do a pic at the beach. You could do the same in October in Berlin or in January in Switzerland. And you've been at the same condition, which is something while eating out, that is something where you walk the talk. Right. But I also totally get that um, at some point then you really crave. Oh, no, I think I really also want to get a little bigger. Right. And uh, I think that is a good thing, because I was definitely guilty of being in that diet mentality the whole time. And I think that is also something um, I don't want to praise that. Right. Like, yes, oftentimes, Very often, the goal is fat loss, and um, oftentimes it does make a lot of sense. But then there should be something afterwards. No, not that we all have to be like a bodybuilder and bulk and cut all the time. But actually, the truth is, in my opinion, and from my experience now, that it often makes sense to do that at least once, twice, maybe three times, depending on how you want to look. Right. Because I also think that. We do preach a lot of health, which I think is important. The main thing should, of course, be health, longevity, and these types. But I think that you can also sometimes then get the impression that, oh, no, this bulking and cutting is for bodybuilders. I used to kind of think and talk like that too a couple of years ago. um, Say like, you don't need that. You just train and you eat well, and then you will just be happy with your physique. The truth is, uh, maybe, and very likely not. And if so, then you spend a lot of time kind of, as we say, chasing two rabbits and not getting one, right? So which is um, why not just commit to, hey, I'm going to lose fat and maintain muscle mass. Boom, you get that done. Likely depends where you start three to four months, you are done with that. And now, hey, I'm going to spend time building muscle, which is actually awesome. Um, so you spend four, five, six months doing that and cut down again, and you reveal what you've build right like which is really I always say like painting your own Picasso which is amazing you have the ability to do so which is crazy so um uh, I'm all for it like uh, if you go on a on a book I'm as I said September mine is starting and um yeah I'm I'm up there so, too. I would
0: be like imagine like the next retreat or the next thing event we have and we're just like fully booked up you know <laughs> uh, I would just yeah. love to see that because it's just a different look it's so interesting it's obviously we, we really like the aesthetic look we really like the the abs and like the, the the athletic lean look, but I also have realized that maybe sometimes, um, like for me at least, I need to embrace my the way of being, like the way I am, and I am just naturally like built. Like everyone tells me that, everyone that sees me with a shirt off, it's like it's actually crazy. So I I went I go through this cutting cycles and I like I see my body fat dropping. I'm like, okay, like I'm getting lean. And then when people see me in person, like people who haven't, like, who're not like in my circle necessarily, like new people or people who just get to know me, they're like, yo, like you are built, like you, you are massive. <laughs> and I'm like, I just came out of like a cutting cycle. I'm like, huh, interesting. <laughs> so I, I think, and then I see pictures of myself and I am lean, but I'm not like the typical, like, shredded, like to the bone, like like really where you can see like all the, the things. Um, and so I've realized to get to the point I, I want to make is that maybe like I just need to embrace like the way I'm built because genetics do play a role. Like the way you are like built like with your bones, the way you like put on muscle or lose fat. There's definitely an argument to be made that mo- some people have easier time building muscle while other people have an easier time just being like just lean and like shredded you around, right? And it's always, you always want what you don't have, right? So mm-hmm. I, I want to be those people who just have like these like lean and shredded genetics and they want to have my genetics. They want to be big and like intimidating, right? So for me, I'm not saying that I want to become like, like dirty book, like really like become soft. I'd never want to do that again. That's what I did in the past. And for the listener, if you didn't, don't know, when I first went vegan, I unconsciously went almost on like a almost like a dirty book because I just ate all the whole foods, like literally all the lentils, like I book bought a book bought lentils like every week in uh, the supermarket in Kaufland. I don't know if you, <laughs> if you know Kaufland <laughs> um like bought all the peas, like literally like kilos of this stuff, like quinoa and like all the good stuff, and then put it all together into all these bowls. Again, the pictures exist on Instagram. Um, and I just dirty bulked with Whole Foods just because I wasn't tracking my food. I wasn't tracking what I was actually consuming. I was eating so many calories, like probably like 4K plus like every day. Um, And what happened is I just gained like 30 pounds of weight in just a few months and just looked very soft, looked out of shape. And that I do want to avoid for sure. I don't want that. But like just embracing the way I'm built and maybe just yeah, main gain, maybe a slight surplus, right? Maybe putting more emphasis on carbs again, because I feel like for my body type, what I've visualized, what I've realized, and this is interesting for listeners as well, like everybody is different. That's why coaching is so powerful. It's why we have so many people with different walks of life and help them. So I personally, for example, I've realized I work really well with carbs. So whenever I eat a lot of carbs, maybe rice, fruit, um pasta, potatoes, like all all these good carbs. Even though I eat a lot of them, I I kind of metabolize them better than if I would eat a bunch of fat, like avocado and tahini. I love all these things, but for my body and for most men, uh, they can use carbs better than fats. I think for you, it's actually different, right? We talked about this. Um, But knowing that, that I'm more built like genetically... Plus, I can use carbs well. That's what I want to step into, like, kind of in the next phase. I want to, like, really focus on getting a good amount of carbs in without, like, overshooting my calories and then really, like, putting that to work in the gym. So, really, like, putting on the strength in those key lifts, pushing myself for more reps each week um, and just increasing the volume there. And the message here, I know I talked a long time here, but if you listen to this right now and you're like, I, don't want, I want to look like this person i want to look like that person you definitely can get to that level but everybody has a different look and the powerful part of this journey is that alongside going on this journey working on yourself working out eating healthy you will kind of reveal what that look for you is and then you can truly uh, truly live that um, and make it sustainable um, so long story short. I will embrace being a bit more bulky and just go into bear mode. Gonna grow out the beard, right? Growing out the hair still. Perfect um, timing. And then just like bear mode. So that's the yeah. That's the the
1: theme. I'm gonna do your training plan. You know that it's it's like the 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 shrugs are coming in. Like we're gonna train trap next (laughs) the (laughs) yoke. The yoke. Yes. Love it. No, um, but I think it's a good message, honestly, because um, as I said, I think we often speak from experience. I I personally value that way more than science. Yes, I'm a certified dietitian, I'm a certified uh, strength coach, but honestly, I still say that almost all of the very, very important, valuable knowledge I have is more from experience, rather from with myself, working with people, doing this, applying X, Y, Z, noticing what happens afterwards, and I think falling into the diet trap too long or too often is big thing these days right like and and kind of without getting too philosophical here but like it's like that metamorphosis like to to get butterfly, to become a butterfly you maybe need to be uh, like in an uncomfortable position before and that's kind of if we do want some muscle gain we do need to embrace that there might be some fat gain along with it definitely no dirty bulking and you don't need to be absolutely obese and act like um, justify your overindulgence with, hey, I'm in a bulk, bro. That's that's not a strategic lean muscle gain, right? Like it's really track your weight. If you do like that, track your calories, Like, but make sure you have your metrics. And you actually, which I also often didn't do because I really just didn't care that much, is take your measurements, take your bicep, your right bicep, left bicep, your thighs, your chest, your shoulders, and really do notice, hey, as you just said, I'm, I'm going to increase my volume And I'm going to take these measurements every month and actually see if I'm gaining muscle mass. So that's important too. And then embrace that. Um, So yeah, as we do think 2023 is the year of muscle gain. We can call it that way.
0: Love that for sure. Yeah. I mean, muscle is so healthy. Having, having muscle is one of the healthiest things you can, you can have. And if you listen to us right now, you're like wondering, okay, like what does this mean for me exactly? Like, Maybe I'm a beginner, I have a, like a lot of fat to lose or a bit of fat to lose. Um, I think the main message here that both needs and I like are bringing and agreeing on is that you you want to definitely lose the extra fat you have. So if you carry extra body fat right now, or if you have like 20, 20 pounds plus overweight, you want to get rid of that because we've talked about it many times. Extra body fat is not just. For your looks, like you don't like it, you don't like to have extra body fat, right? You want to look lean and athletic maybe. But also for your health, you want to get rid of the, the visceral fat around your, um, around your belly because that's one of the healthiest, unhealthiest fats you can, you can carry for your health long-term. So looks and health definitely should be the main driver here to lose extra fat. So that should be the first step you take when you go on this journey, right? And then... What we want to get to, though, what Niels just just said as well, we want to get to a muscle-building phase where we can actually build your body and build strength and build muscle, which is very healthy for you because muscle makes you burn more fat, so it becomes easier to stay in shape, right? It it increases your metabolism. It's also very healthy for you because it's protective um, in case you fall or in case you get into an accident or... All these things obviously we don't want to assume but it's good to have muscle in that regard um, and also it will also create this tone to look that you really are striving for uh, which a lot of people they just end up looking skinny because they drop a bunch of weight and then they don't go into a muscle building phase which is the time we want to spend in. And, and then also you will have way more food to eat right i just I was just talking about the carbs the muscle building phase, mean um, maybe you can share some of your clients, Niels, some of the results they got and how they transitioned into muscle building. But we have a lot of clients that I just checked in last week uh, with Chiara, our other coach, that were able to increase the calories by like 500, so eating 500 calories more every day um, while building muscle and while staying lean. So basically breaking out of this endless diet cycle all of these women, which Chiara is coaching um, are in, they have been dieting the whole life. They've been trying like 1200 calorie diets, juice diets, right? Pilates, all these things to finally get toned. And they come coming with us. They come into the academy. They drop all the excess fat in the first few months already. And then we start giving them more food to eat. It's like, wait, what? Like I'm actually able to eat more food while looking even better um, yeah that's possible you can eat more food while looking even better so that's obviously a lot of people break their mind but that's what we are working on that's what you should be achieving in any coaching journey all right you should never be stuck at 1200 calories or even 1500 calories for forever like that's not the goal the goal is to have a sustainable amount of food that just they, they can enjoy while transforming yourself so curiously has any of your
1: clients gone through that um curious on that mm-hmm. yes good good point yeah it's like it, it's not a, like an, a destination to diet right like a it is something temporary that's that's a good point here and also i think one thing to i like to oftentimes um change people's perspectives about is like um as you just said, like, why and how coaching is, but also how long it sometimes takes to build muscle. Yes. And when you are a beginner, it's actually quite easy. You can put quite a lot of muscle on your frame in the first year, but at some point, and I think it's still worth it so much because what you just said, like how healthy it is, how protected it is, big muscles around your knee joint protect your knee joint. Um, like and the same goes for every other part of your body too, but like just time will pass anyway, right? Like, should I be discouraged because it might take me three years to build a nice physique, but maybe it takes me five. Should I be discouraged or should I just have long-term thinking that will, that time will pass anyway. You can either get like, start like um, losing muscle because when you become 30 for every decade you spend, you will lose muscle, your testosterone drops. Or you can say, you know what I build ahead of that and I build and build and build. And mm-hmm. just to say, because, for example, one of my clients where he started con- kind of a skinny fat physique, typical to kind of skinny fat guy, we dropped, I think about 18 to 20 pounds, 21 ish kind of um, where he ended up looking quite skinny, but still better, which was th- because that's also a tricky decision. You really need to decide when somebody's skinny fat, do we even cut or sometimes does it maybe make sense to build muscle? That's a tricky spot to be in, I think. Um, but we decided to go on a cut because I noticed some things that um, spoke for that. And that was the right thing to do. Ended up pretty lean, looking way better already, then transitioned to into a lean bulk where we're still at. He's still spending time in that lean bulk, right? Um, because a lot of people might not know that is that when you are cutting, you can drop about 0.5 to 1% of your total body weight per week. When you are bulking, depending, of course, where you are in your journey, you might want to gain 0.5 to 1% of your body weight per month, right? Think about that. Like um, it's, it's not easy work. It's tricky. You can't just think like, okay, I'm going to stuff my face. But also at the same time, you need to eat enough. And the training becomes super important because not that it's like in a cut, one or the other is way more important. But in a cut, I'd say the training is more maintain your muscle. You won't really expect to build a heck lot of muscle in a cut the nutrition is very important because that needs to be the stimulus or the driver for fat loss. In a lean book, it kind of becomes the opposite. Your training, it needs to be on freaking point to really build the muscle volume, increase the weight, increase the volume, have a very good strategic plan. Maybe you need deloads and everything. So like that's where that really is like a huge part, right? And the nutrition still super crucial but it's kind of okay i can be a little more loose here i just want to make sure that i don't gain too much too fast and yeah it's worth it and especially as you just said with the cups you will enjoy the pumps that's for sure too.
0: oh yeah exactly the pumps like get my pre-workout in plus the carb sources the workout's gonna be good they're gonna be really really nice um so excited for that so yeah for sure i mean um, to, to bring this point home as well, like if you have been trying to get tone, get this like lean athletic look and you've only been dieting, you've only ever tried like different diets, like calorie deficits and always like doing less, like eating less food, moving your body more, like in this constant cycle and you're like, like just like feeling stuck, feeling like nothing is moving. Then we have news for you. Like this might be the exact reason why you're stuck because you're depriving your body for all this time, all these years without an actual strategy and without actually having periods of eating more food and giving your body nutrients it needs to actually build muscle and to get your metabolism back up, right? We have so many people who come in who have done this, like these diets all the time and we start increasing their calories, we start giving them more carbs and they're like hesitant, they're like wait, like what? Like I came into... I want to get, like, leaner and, like, lose fat. You're like, no, no, like, just trust us here. Eat those carbs. And then they have this swoosh effect, and they, like, the the stress levels finally normalize, all the hormones finally normalize, and your body can actually properly function, which it hasn't for all this time you've been dieting. So um, all this being said, if you listen to this show, like, on the one side, definitely you need a calorie deficit. You need to, like, look your... Look at your food and make sure you get the right amounts for your body. But also, you don't want to demonize it. You don't want to demonize food. It can and it will help you transform yourself. And it's, it's so good if you do it the right way, right? You'll be able to eat more food while having the best shape. And Niels and I are going to go into a bit of a building phase soon here. Um, and I'm going to show what's possible on a plant based diet, making those gains, making strength gains, making muscle gains and uh, getting this yoked, this yoked look.
1: Yes, 100%. Um, It's about to go down.
0: Yes, sir. It is. 2023 is the year. So stay tuned for those updates. We'll do more episodes like this for sure. And uh, if you enjoyed this episode, then make sure to subscribe to the show and leave a rating on iTunes. It's pretty simple. You just scroll down on the iTunes um, show page and then it shows up. There's a rating um, and you can just put your stars and um, that would really help me deliver more amazing episodes your way and helps us help more people along uh, their vegan journey and uh, we've definitely had a lot of people come from simon's episode simon hill i was on his podcast the proof and uh, if you are a new listener then buckle up because there's going to be more amazing episodes coming your way and if you subscribe and rate then obviously be the first one to know so yeah niels thanks so much for hopping on Thanks for for having me. me. It's time to make those gains, like we said, and uh, we'll talk very soon. Peace out. Yes, yes. What did you think? What an amazing episode. Again, I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please do me a favor and subscribe to my podcast and rate it on iTunes. It's very much appreciated. We'll hear each other in the next episode. Until then, keep up the vegan vibes.